Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast, where we're going to be giving you the exact blueprint to reach financial freedom in 10 years or less, regardless of your age, your income, or your experience. You see, we believe that 97% of traditional financial advice is dangerous, misleading, or outright wrong. And we're here to empower you on how you can use money and cash flow as a tool to create, build, and live a life you love now rather than having to wait until you're 65. If you're ready to take immediate action, join us over at cashflowtactics.com forward slash podcast. All right, all right, my friends. Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast, your one-stop shop for all things financial freedom. You are on the microphone today with me, Ryan Lee, and I am excited for the topic of conversation today. Look, my friends, um, we stand for one thing here at Cashflow Tactics, and that one thing is this. Financial freedom is possible for you. No matter who you are, no matter where you're starting from, no matter what your belief around what's possible for you, I know, not, not only do I believe, I know it's possible for you to be financially free in 10 years or less. And the thing that we stand on is there is a principle-based formula, a strategy, if you will, to accomplish this very outcome. I think one of the biggest challenges that most people face with their financial plan is everything is based on speculation. It's based on what's hot right now. It's what what is the crowd and the herd doing. And when we look at that, that world is governed by one thing. It's governed by the law of average. I mean, think about this for just a moment. Uh, in traditional financial planning, everything is based on the average return for an average person who's saving an average amount of money, who has uh, got an average asset allocation model, who is hoping for an average retirement, who is on this path of literally average. And if we, if we look at the averages out there and you just wanna look at the results of the average financial plan, they are abysmal, they are horrible, they are not good, but yet the masses continue to follow this average uh, advice, hoping, hoping that maybe they are the anomaly, not the bad anomaly, but the good anomaly that gets above average results. But look, at the end of the day, when we say financial freedom in 10 years or less, the reason that we're saying that is to kind of snap us out of our normal thought pattern to say, look, you don't have to wait until you're 65. You don't have to grind in an average plan for 40 years. And the only way that we can get a big result, which is financial freedom in 10 years or less, is by looking, uh, looking at the average and not trying to do a little bit better because that's not going to help, but by doing the exact opposite. And today what I want to do is I want to bring a misconception sometimes around what it is we do. Um, you know, one of the books that we have founded the majority of our strategy off of is the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. I think many of you listening to this podcast have likely listened to that book. And one of the very first things that author Robert Kiyosaki says in that book is savers are losers. And I'll be honest with you, my friends, this one was when I first learned about this, when I first read that, that was the thing that turned me off to Robert Kiyosaki altogether. In fact, someone gave me that book early on in my life. I read the book and when he said savers are losers, I immediately put it down. I didn't read the rest of it. I didn't give him any credit whatsoever because how could something for me that has always been a fundamental part of my reality, which is saving, how could that 
how could I be a loser, right? I mean, maybe my my pride was hurt a little bit. I don't know. But look, the reality of it is when Robert Kiyosaki says savers are losers, what I've come to now understand about that is it's this idea of average. If you're saving your money in an average plan, waiting for an average time, getting an average return, you are going to lose the game of retirement planning. You are going to lose the game of financial freedom. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about saving money is dumb and saving money you'll never be able to win. Now, he talks a lot about leverage and leverage is super important, but I'm not going to focus on leverage in this podcast. What I want to start this podcast off is I want to ask you, what is the number one thing, the number one thing that's in your control that you can do right here, right now to start getting above average, extraordinary results inside of your life? What would that potentially be for you? And go through the menu of options, right? What would it be? If we turn to traditional financial planning, um, the plans that are all failing, most people want to focus on, um, you know, a better asset allocation model, better stock lower fees inside of their uh, their portfolio, uh, better financial advisors. Maybe they cross over into the world of real estate investing and they want to use leverage and things like that. But look, no matter what it is, most people fail to look at the number one thing that will make the biggest difference and biggest impact that is 100% in your control. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be giving you some numbers on this podcast. Now, I'm also broadcasting this live inside of our free Facebook group. So if you're not there, you should be there because you'll see some of these charts and graphs. You can search us up on Facebook, cashflowtactics.com or whatever, cashflowtactics and get in that group. We do a lot of live things inside of that group to help people on their path to becoming financially free in 10 years or less. So for the sake of this podcast, let me give you, let me set the stage of what I'm gonna be doing. Now, we've all seen those big, beautiful compounding interest curves. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a curve, a compounding curve as it relates to income, primarily your income. And we're going to walk through a little case study and I'm going to help you understand what the most important thing that you could and should be doing to accelerate your path to becoming financially free. Okay. So number one, let's say I've got a, a person age 30. Okay. A 30 year old person, you know, somewhat new out of college, potentially, let's say that this individual is planning on retiring. And I'm going to use that word in quotation marks at age 65. And let's say that this person now uh, has the ability making $80,000 a year has the ability to increase their income over time. But look, if we go from age 30 to age 65, the individual making $80,000 a year would make a total of $2.8 million. Now, I want you to consider that for just a moment. By going out into the marketplace, by creating value, this individual would have the ability to make $2.8 million over the course of their life. Now, if we add an increase in income based on you know inflation, doing better in a career, all of that kind of stuff, I'm just gonna put in 5%. I believe someone who's productive can far outpace 5%, uh, but let's put in 5% for this topic of conversation. So age 30, they come out, of the mar uh, come out they're making $80,000 a year. If they get a 5% on average increase in their income, they will make a total of $7.2 million during their working career. Their average income during their working career would be 206, and their last year of income would be $420,000 before they retire. Does that make sense? Okay, so look, here's the, here's what I want you to consider. If this is possible, if this is even possible for an individual, then the thing I want you to consider is every dollar that is spent is taking away from what could have ultimately been $7.2 million. So let's say that this individual 
lived in their parents' basement. Parents, I'm sorry, but your kid is going to be living with you for the rest of time, okay? But lived in their parents' basement and saved every single penny. Not a single penny spent, right? Now, I know this is uh, a, a, you know, not a reality, and I'm not trying to say that you should save every penny that you have, but I want to point out an example to you of where people go astray, okay? So, if this individual could save every penny that they had, and let's say that they could earn 8% on that money, okay, 8% on that money. Over the course of 35 years, their $7.2 million salary, what they make, growing, let's say they could grow at 8%, they would grow to $26.7 million. So I want you to consider that for just a moment, $26.7 million. So the filter now is, if you could know from today, if you could look back as a 65-year-old person and look back at your 35-year-old self, knowing that you could have had $27 million, would you start to look at how you're spending your money a little bit differently? Because look, there's no way around it. We live in a very consumer-driven world. We are marketed to incessantly, nonstop, and myself included, you know, there's little things that we go out and buy, and some of them are meaningful, some of them are not. There's things that we have to spend money on. No doubt we need to put food on the table. We're going to pay some taxes. We need to drive a car. We likely need a cell phone. We need a house to live in, so we're not living in our parents' basement. So there's things that we're going to spend our money on, but do you think over the course of a lifetime, we have to spend what could have been $26 million? And if you did one thing today that made future you happy, do you think that potentially you could start to look at how you're spending your money uh, under the under the vision of the opportunity cost of what could have been? Because look, the average reality is most people end up in their retirement uh, with around $250,000. It could have been, in this example, $26 million, but most people end up with $26,000. So where does all the money go, okay? Let's add in life. Let's say that this individual spends money, has money that goes away on taxes, right? Just because they're making all of that money doesn't mean they get to keep it. They're paying debt on mortgages, on maybe student loans, uh, car payments, things like that, credit cards. They've got a lifestyle. They're raising kids. They want to have some time down and some time on vacation. They need to put food on the table, all of that kind of stuff. If we brought it all the way down and said, look, um, this individual who could have made $26 million spends 95% of their income over the course of their working career. And they save what is today average 5% of what they make towards the future. Now I want you to consider this for just a moment. If this individual saves 5% of their active income and earns 8% over the 35 years, they will end up with $1.3 million. And that might sound okay and awesome. And that actually far exceeds what the average person has inside of their retirement balance. But again, go back to what it could have been. Anything between $26 million and $1.3 million is the opportunity cost of all the things that we spent our money on. And if we go to traditional financial advisors, even inside of cash flow tactics, right? Inside of cash flow tactics, we're telling you one thing, your money needs to work harder. And if you if that's the route that you follow, let's say you could go from an 8% return to a 10% return, 
right? Now at 8% return, you're gonna have 1.3 million. If you go to a 10% return, you now have 1.9 million. Congratulations. Is it, are you any better off? Maybe a little bit, right? You go from what was 1.3 million to 1.9, so you have 600,000 more dollars. But in retirement, is that going to go very far for you? The reality of it isn't. And think about this think about the work that you're doing to go from an 8% return to a 10% return. Think about the effort required, the risk that you're taking, the things that are required. And this is what the entire financial industry focuses on. They focus on giving you more risk to hopefully fix the problem of you don't have enough money to retire when in reality, we're missing the problem altogether. Now, let me give you a different scenario. Let's say that rather than earning a 10% return, let's say you earn closer to the average. Let's say you're a mutual fund person, you're a 401k person, and you get what the market averages over a 30 year period of time, which is about 5%. Now you retire with 772,000. Again, it could have been so much more, but you end up with $772,000. So my friends, how is, how do we fix this problem? Let me give you an alternative reality. What if, what if in this example, we go back to the 8% return, which my friends inside of cash flow tactics, you'll earn 8% return with your eyes closed. Okay. But that's, that's not the thing we're trying to fix. What if we went from, I'm only saving 5% of my income to now I'm going, I'm willing to save, um, I'm willing to save 10% of my income. Okay. All we did is we, we changed from 5% of savings to 10% of savings. Here's the crazy part, my friends. Rather than having 1.3 million, guess what you have? $2.6 million. You double the amount of money that you'll have by fixing one thing, how much money you save. Now, I know no one wants to talk about this. I know that the world that we live in, it's hard, right? I totally get that. I live in the same world as you do. Inflation is you know, eroding things away. My kids are growing up. The world is more expensive. I want to enjoy my life as I live my life. I totally 100% get it. But the more I've gotten connected to my future self, and my friends, if you haven't read this book, I'm going to highly recommend it to you. One of the things we're doing in our mastermind inside of Cashflow Tactics is we're talking all about our future self. Read this book by Benjamin Hardy. It's called Be Your Future Self Now. And it talks all about the more connected you can, you can be to your identity, to your future self, the better decisions you make in the present moment. This lens has transformed over the, my last 10 years how I think about money. What is the one thing I could do today that would make my future self happy and grateful? And I'm so grateful at the 43-year-old version of myself today. I'm grateful for the decisions that my 30-year-old uh, self made to get me to where I'm at today. And I want to make good decisions as a 43-year-old. So my 53-year-old self will look back at the 43-year-old self and say, thank you. Thank you for doing what you did. And my friends, the number one thing that you can do, the one thing that is 100% in your control is how much money you ultimately save. Then your rate of return becomes less important. Now, do you want to earn, or earn a good rate of return? Heck yes. But this is not always in your direct level of control. How much you save 100% is. And the way we look at it inside of our world is I want everything, all of my spending to be aligned with my core values. We did a big, uh, a big workshop last week, marriage and money uh, for everyone inside of uh, the Cashflow Tactics community where we talked all about aligning your spending with your core values as an individual, as a couple, um, and as you do this, that's what gives you real satisfaction. Your money are go is going to things that you truly value in life. And the reality of it is when you identify your core values, you realize that most of what we spend our money on is kind of hollow. It's, it's trying to save 
satiate and satisfy a short-term need to make us feel good, but isn't really aligned with our ultimate core values. So my friends, spend on your core values, save money, and yes, you're gonna pay taxes, and yes, there's necessary lifestyle expenses, but if you could build the discipline of looking at every dollar that you spend, that it's, number one, it's what you traded your time for. Think about that. You traded your hard-earned, valuable time for the dollars that you have in your life. If you don't treat those dollars responsibly, then those dollars will fly outside of your life. They'll fly out of your account, and you'll look back at the end of the week, the month, the year, the decade, and say, where did all the money go? Where did all my money go, and what do I have to show for it? Say, so here's the next thing, okay? The next thing is, what if we could go from a 5% savings rate to a 20% savings rate? Now, this can get unhealthy, right? I've, we've talked to people that try to save all of their income and they end up living in poverty. I'm not saying live in poverty, I'm just saying spend intentionally. What if we could change um, our, our savings to 20%? If we could change our savings to 20%, here is the crazy part. Same individual making $80,000 a year with a 5% increase over a period of time, earning an 8% average rate of return, um, which is so doable inside of Cashflow Tactics, they at the end of this time frame would have $5.3 million if they could find a way to save 20% of their money. My friends, one of the most powerful things you can do is build a discipline in inside of your life that you are valuable, your future is important. Get connected to your future self and start being conscious about where your money's going. Save more money. Build wealth inside of your life. One of the best ways to do this is to build a discipline of paying yourself first. When you pull the money out of your economy, rather than spending all of the money first, paying your bills, all of that, and saving what's left over, when you save first, you spend within a framework. And I promise you, your expenses will meet the money that you have in your bank account. And if you pull that money out first and save it, your expenses will, will align themselves with what you have available to spend. So my friends, I hope this was helpful for you. I really believe the key to financial freedom is making money and then saving money, saving a healthy percentage of what you make. If you can go from five to 10, 10 to 20, and be careful going above that unless you're raising your income proportionally, but if you can start saving more of your money, your path to financial freedom is virtually inevitable. It is guaranteed. And then if you add a good rate of return on top of that, I mean, if we take the same example of saving 20% of your income and we add closer to what's possible inside of Cashflow Tactics, this the numbers get insane. I'm not even gonna say the numbers on a podcast because they get insane. So my friends, here is the reality. Save more money. If you want to be financially free, get connected with your future self. Close your eyes for a moment and envision what would your future self thank you for today? What do you want your life to look like, feel like, and be like 10 years from now? And then start acting and spending, more importantly, in a way today that honors that vision that you have for your life in the future. My friends, this is Cashflow Tactics. This is what it means to rise up so that you can live free. And I hope this helped you have a new sense of perspective of what it means to achieve financial freedom and your role and your part in doing just that. Thank you so much for listening to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. Do you want to connect with me and other empire builders who are on a mission to take control of their financial plans and become financially free in 10 years or less? Well, then join us in our private Facebook group where we get to go deeper into the topics of financial freedom. And it's the only place you can see the actual results of people on their path to financial freedom 
learn what's working, and interact as a community dedicated to becoming financially free. When you join, you'll get immediate access to exclusive training in a private membership area. This training will empower you in your path to becoming financially free, and it will fast track your results. This is the only place you get access to this exclusive content. So be sure to join us in the Facebook group now. Just go to cashflowtactics.com forward slash group or head over to Facebook and search Cashflow Tactics to join. I look forward to you joining us next time on the Rise Up Live Free podcast.